What's going on, everyone? This is Javon LeBlanc, part of the Chill Podcast, and we're going to do skin versus unskin, Android, Sony streaming, and Game of Thrones versus the Lord of the Rings. I'm here with my co-hosts, Grant Bondurant. We have Matthew. I forgot his last name. Doesn't matter. Matthew, the uh, the he is the East Coast version of uh, Marsh. Or what's his name? Marsh? Marshall? Stan Marsh. Stan Marsh from uh, South Park. This guy is definitely Stan Marsh. And we're here with the black uh, the black Okage over here. Um, <laughs> Phil, Philip Mercer. What's going on, Phil? Uh, I'm just in the Leaf Village hating you. That's what's going on. <laughs> That's what's going on. So, um, let's, let's go ahead and jump right into this right now. Uh, first topic. Let's talk about some, uh, some, some Android. Talk about some Android. What do you guys think about that? It's my category right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I am ready. Javon, you gotta still you still gotta help me get this uh this stock Android on this thing. This oh, is too laggy. You know what? That's actually the perfect thing to talk about, because we're talking about stock Android versus skin versions of Android. So for all of you guys who don't know, stock Android is Google's kernel. The um way that Google in, intended Android to be when they made that purchase back in 2001. And skin Android is that shit that uh, Phil over there runs, <laughs> which, is, which is the uh, overlay of, uh, guess, goodies, if you want to call it, on top of uh, their clean version of Android. Phil, what do you run? I'm running with uh, the S5 shit. That's what I'm running. So you're running Samsung, whatever Samsung puts on top of Android? TouchWiz. Yes. TouchWiz, that's the one. And yeah. TouchWiz is so much better than that shit he keeps downloading on my phone. So you <laughs> like you like the Samsung skin then, as opposed to the vanilla Android experience? Well, I definitely prefer the vanilla Android experience because my first smartphone was the Nexus S, and I loved it. But whenever he puts the Google Now launcher on my phone, it freezes up more than now it's going down, so I kind of give up. Yeah. I've, oh, look, I've noticed I've had a lot of Samsung uh, experience with the TouchWiz interface, and I've noticed there's some things I like about it, and there's other things I don't like, which is a lot, to be honest. <laughs> but I, I can't make a choice between the two. It's so damn laggy that I'm almost deciding that I want to go stock Android, and that's why I came to Javon. So I'm still waiting for this to work, Javon. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, I, I'm, my, I guess my first... Well, how I'm going to help you out, Grant, is pretty much to put on CyanogenMod, which is a forked version of... I want to say forked. It's an enhanced version of stock Android on his, on his uh, S3. Yeah, you have the Verizon uh, edition S3, right, Grant? Right. So everyone knows that Verizon likes to, you know, screw up everyone's experience in mobile. <laughs> so I don't know what I would do without the Verizon Navigator and Verizon uh, Database and Verizon... Oh, what else do they have here? Verizon shopping. Yeah, Play movies and TV. Those things provide me an unending like exercise Verizon in trying apps. to delete an app. I've never been able to get rid of the Verizon apps unless you, you get rid of the entire operating system that they're on. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm trying. <laughs> that's the one thing that really irritates me is because people that have iPhones don't understand that there's different versions and different skins of Android. They go, oh, all Androids are so laggy and they're so, they're so slow. I'm like, you realize that's not. Android, that's Android with their own company's stuff on there, like Samsung's TouchWiz or 
gosh, that's, that's not pure Android. That's well, not. Yeah. In this discussion, I want to jump in and say I use ADW Launcher, which is just its own little like home launcher on top of vanilla Android, and I've never had a problem with it. And you can customize everything, but it's a lot like Linux in that if you walk down the wrong rabbit hole, like get ready to have to change, like reset your phone multiple times because it's definitely there's less of a room, less margin for error. But it never lags, like especially on the Nexus 5, like with ADW, my phone is never slow, unless it's got battery saver on, and even then it's faster. So I gotta recommend that. I know Cyanogen Mod's getting a lot of attention right now, but ADW is super simple way to like half root your phone. I wish Cyanogen Mod actually worked on the Galaxy S3. It's uh, it's an unsupported device. Yeah, man. You know, and that's mainly because, of, like I said, you know, Verizon's their strong grip on like their customers experience like you yeah. know strong I, would be an understatement yeah yeah like it's like for one you know they tramp stamp everything i never seen a company <laughs> so insecure with their own products like they're like hey this is a Verizon S5 here's an S5 or, or there was a Verizon logo on the home button here's a Verizon logo on the back speaker here's a Verizon logo on the battery here's a Verizon logo on the Verizon logo but you know this is our Verizon logo like you know it, it's 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 sad it's it's really depressing Verizon, if you're hearing this, you guys need to stop. You're going to lose a customer like Grant. They are, but they just don't care. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why they suck. <laughs> They're just like, whatever. We're already loaded. We don't need to make people I happy. think you really guys take Verizon for granted, though, because how would we navigate without BZ Navigator? There'd be no way to get from point to point. You know, I, I've never used Google Maps my entire life. I've never even heard of that. <laughs> right. Once I saw Verizon Navigator and once I saw how fast and not slow it was and how it actually works, I was like, you know what? I just don't need right. Google. Google Maps is great when you want to print out a copy of the directions, but when you want uh, a GPS, you have to go with Easy Navigator right here on your phone without having to pay for a TomTom. Oh, and we're being completely... Not serious, by the way. <laughs> I tried that once. If you go on their own market, like Google Market, Google Market, Google Play, and you look at Verizon Navigator and stuff like this, or you look at the reviews for this app, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> they have like two out of five stars. They oh, really man. don't care. I've never clicked on that. I've never clicked on that app and not hard restarted my phone if I couldn't get it to stop launching before. Oh, I remember what it was. You, you, you find the reviews of the app online. Yeah, not Google Play. But if you uh, look for the reviews for the, these apps online... I mean, reviews can be tricky because anybody can say anything. It can honestly be a conspiracy. I will say this. I haven't tried using it for a while, but every once in a while, Google, Google Maps fucks my shit up. Mm-mm. <laughs> It would be a lot worse if you were using uh, Apple Maps, I'll tell you that. At least least you'd be in the same country if you use Google Maps. So, I said at least you'd be in the same country if you're using a Google Maps (laughs) compared to Apple Maps. Okay, okay. So, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was was just going to say, you know, so for the average, see, us here, we're a little bit more techie than the average consumer, but... If you're the average consumer, does it really matter if you use skin versions of Android compared to stock versions of Android? I think as security, as security, people get more aware of their private shit. I think that's actually going to be the opening into getting people to put a little effort into the experience. But as it stands, you're right. No one who has to do more than like two things gives a shit. 
Well, like, I'll, 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 give you a, I'll give you a quick rundown on how this usually works. There's the uneducated people, and then there's the educated people. People like myself, this is, it's not like a derogatory term, but people like myself, we don't know any better. Uh, I'll be completely honest. Like When I didn't know anything about computer programming, I didn't know what an operating system was, and there's people out there like that. They buy a phone. Oh, wow, this is so much faster than my older phone, you know? And so then they go switch over to the iPhone. Oh, wow, this seems a lot more simpler, or it's just it's totally different. So when you have something like Skin and you have something like Stock, they just don't know the difference. They think it's just Android and Android. They think, oh, well, this must be Android. Oh, this one must be Android. But this Android's faster than this Android. <laughs> so when it comes to the consumers and whether they're buying Skins or Stocks, they might not know. But if they knew a difference, then I think that's when we start getting a little more educated and realizing that there's a lot bigger perk of going more like something towards stock or something that has a little bit of a lighter skin than something like, oh, I don't know, the very tiny tiny and immensely immensely tiny that TouchWiz has on the effect of the phone. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Word. I mean, with, with like uh, stock Android and and uh, skin versions, I mean, a lot of it comes down to app experiences and things like that. Like, does like are you missing anything? Is it too is stock Android too simple? I should I should say. Well, you know what? I've only used like stock a couple of times, and that wasn't even my phone. I think it was your phone, Javon. <laughs> <laughs> and the, there was a couple of things. I was like, oh well, I don't want to miss my face unlock, and you're like, well, that's on stock. I was like, oh, well, I don't want to miss my. Uh, Whatever I said, and I was like, "Here, oh, well, that's on stock." I was like, "Oh, yeah, I think I can switch," because there's there's like a few things I would miss. I I don't even remember anything else that's on TouchWiz that I would miss. Um, Samsung Gallery. It's just the flagship. <laughs> Excellent, sir. This guy. <laughs> and and okay. why do you like this Samsung Gallery? Trolling aside, I do really just like Samsung Gallery over the photos. And as the guy here, that's more a lay person in the tech. And when you say photos, are you talking about Google Plus photos? You know I don't use Google Plus. So, <laughs> no. I'm not talking about Google Plus photos. I'm talking about things I download from Bacon Reader or screenshots or just pictures of shit. I like the presentation there better than everything else. What is this? This, this is a, this is a, uh, a picture, guys. The cheese. All right. So, Phil, you're, so, you're, so you're telling me that this Samsung Gallery, yeah. whatever you want to call this, is, is actually something that a consumer would actually want to have in their phone? Well, okay. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just try to tell you what I'm trying to say now. Uh, when I pull up Gallery right now, um, sorry, my phone keeps resetting itself over there. Anyway, <laughs> when I get the Gallery... <laughs> The pictures are just right here, and it's perfect, right? The way it's organized. Whenever photos comes up, it looks weird. I see tons of duplicates. It's just messy, and this is simple. That's why I prefer this on my phone anyway. So, so you know, I kind of agree. Hold on. If you look at this, I'm not going to go into what is in here. <laughs> I was just going to say I am not showing my phone gallery. Anyway. I, kind of, I kind of like what he's saying. Um, since I make vines, I have to have my own folder from uh, videos that I want to export to my uh, computer and things that are coming in from my computer into my phone, so I call those imports. But if you look here, <coughs> I have a, a folder right here called imported vines, and those are that's a folder of all my vines that I use. If I go to 
have another folder here, I have exports. Those are all the things that I exported from my phone onto the camera, I mean, uh, onto the computer. And so you can kind of categorize them onto different things. Like you have all photos there, or you have, oops, I backed up. But you have just different sort of categories. I, I kind of like that. I like what he says. It's just clean as there. If you want a screenshots folder, it's here. Thank you, you albums, sir. Time, locations, people, favorites. You even have time when you uh, took the photo or when you added it. I'm sure the other photo galleries do that too. It's just I kind of like the way that this layout is kind of clean and simple. Clean well, and simple. The new stock, uh, I would say, gallery, it, it's using Google Photos. And with Google Photos, it's very similar to the organization that you have. But also, you can categorize it down. If you open the settings here, you can go to On Device, and it breaks it down into camera, screenshots, downloads, transfers, messaging transfers, screencasts, things like that. So, I mean, I feel like the basic uh, gallery app, you know, for most versions of Android, uh, it's it's good, but I, I, the fluidity, I feel like, of, of the actual Google Photos app is much smoother. Like, because the thing I noticed about Samsung, for one, they like to put in, hey, oh, here here's we go. Your... Samsung bashing, here we go. No, oh, okay, okay. So, <laughs> okay, so not just Samsung. HTC and their version also, they, they're like, hey, I don't, I don't think we should your... discuss HTC at all. They don't even register <laughs> in terms of usability to me. They're like, Trash. Like Samsung looks like it actually does it, but I've never seen an HTC phone that didn't look Stone Age in well, terms uh, of how you interact with it. Well, I, I say the, the newest version of Sense. I, I will give credit to HTC. They cleaned it up a lot. It's very close to stock Android. It's like saying I have a shitty bar and oh, I cleaned out all the rats, guys. It's still an <laughs> awful bar, but I got rid of all of the rats. So finally, I've made it. It's like no, you just you fix maybe a few little things. I'm that's my. I think HTC is a joke. I really dislike it. <laughs> The hardware is cool, but their software is mm. just clunky. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, they, they make the best hardware, hands down, right, as of right now. Well, I but, know we, Apple makes the best. <laughs> well, I, well, I'll say this. I'll say this. The M8. I still have an iPhone one in my drawer. <laughs> <laughs> well, durability, yes, Apple makes the best. <laughs> Actually, oh no, funny. that's all. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. I was reading somewhere that Apple. Is considering uh, asking Samsung to make their new processor again. Oh yeah, 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 chips. yeah, yeah. Look at well, this I mean, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that, that's that's a whole other time for another time. But yeah, Samsung is actually one of the biggest chip makers. I think like number three or something. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to uh, to the gallery, like I was saying, is that some OEMs want to go ahead and they want to add like here's your Google Drive photos, here's your inbox photos. Here's your uh, your Dropbox photo. Here's everything that you necessarily don't want, other than your camera photos in your gallery. And that's to me, and I feel like it's just it's just pointless. That kind of that kind of clutters the gallery and it makes it slow. If you ever if, like you know, if, Phil, if you want to go on your phone or Grant, you go on your phone and you like click your gallery app and just scroll all the way to the bottom and see how, how many times your phone just stops. Like just like can I cannot go all the way down to the bottom. No, I've always just, stuck it to albums. I don't have anything like uh, what you said. All I have so, like, is so you put camera. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything with uh, social media besides Instagram. That's it. Instagram, okay. Oh, hey, who who knows what? Who, I haven't had a Samsung phone since the uh, the S the Galaxy S two. So never maybe you cleaned it up. Really, you never had a Samsung phone? I'm trying to think. I have had two LG flip phones. The Droid X two by Motorola. Oh, I had that one. Awesome, awesome designer 
and then I have the Nexus, which is made by LG. So I'm pretty much a South Korean hardware yeah. fanboy. <laughs> Except for Samsung. Uh, Samsung is South Korean, bro. Right? Hold on. See this? Live. There you go. <laughs> the second time since we've been on this shit. So I'm guessing you're not going to promote the uh, Galaxy S5 on this. Well, I don't, I don't know if it's something I'm doing wrong or if there's, like, an issue. I've never Have dropped it. Have you reset? Uh, about five times. <laughs> okay. Hey, honestly, at this point, I'll tell you to take it back to uh, to your carrier. There's only the T-Mobile there. So go ahead and take it back to T-Mobile. But they're just going to give me another one of these. Right? And, and, and hopefully it works better. But I, I'm just tired of it now, though. Well, I, I haven't heard of it. Restarting so much after a restart. Let's see. That sounds more like a hardware problem. I think I just want to trade in for a sidekick. I think that would probably be the best. <laughs> that, is the, that is a strong move, my friend. Is he a sidekick or sidekick? You need to bring back the sidekick. Like an Android sidekick bring too. The sidekick. the sidekick too, but yes. The sidekick. Oh, wait. Did he say sidekick or side chick? The, si- <laughs> the sidekick. The sidekick. Oh, that's the sidekick. a big jump, dude. <laughs> You just reminded me of Sidebeard. Side <laughs> yeah, I was checking my phone for a side chick. You know, who, who needs a man? Those guys who don't know it. what a Sidebeard is, um, it's actually one of Grant the Fox's. Yeah, look up, look up uh, Sidebeard on Grant the Fox. Oh, yeah. On, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grant the Fox, <laughs> the vines. His vines, and look up uh, Sidebeard. It's quite oh, funny. Shit. Oh, just man, because I'm that guy. Uh, oh, I totally have, looked up. LG and Samsung are both South Korean, bro. So, <laughs> totally know my geography. Just wanted to get that out. <laughs> so, it looks like we actually have a live viewer right now. Actually, watching. Oh this. my god, we have a live viewer. So that's cool. This is this is cool. Can All right, so let's get this guy going. Find out who they are and where they are. Is that like, let me click? Just show me. Leave the viewer alone. I was kidding. Don't hurt the viewer. All right. So next on the topic, let's talk about the uh, uh, these operating systems here for desktop. Nothing about mobile. Uh, what is a desktop? What is a desktop? So these are these things, or say desktop OS, which I guess could include laptops as well. Um, something I, I what well, I like to consider real productivity operating systems. Uh, Apple can sell you iOS to be uh, their, you know, their iPad to be a productivity device. Nexus can say the the Nexus not as a productivity device. You know, it's, those are still to me consuming device. I consume media with those devices. They're not really. We made find to, this live viewer. Uh, it's on. It's actually on the bottom right here. Yeah, let's go ahead and see if I can take a little screenshot, a little snippet of this. Oh, is it only the person that made it live and see it? Yeah, the person with the um, with the media controls. Yeah. Oh, aren't you fancy? Uh, I'm. I am fancy. I'm, I'm quite the uh, fancy man. They say. Five viewers. Define who says that? Dude, oh, yeah. that? <laughs> I, th- I think he says it. <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about um some OSs that we all use. Uh, start start let's start with you, Grant. What uh what OS do you use as your as your desktop OS? Windows, of course. Ooh, Windows. Windows ninety five <laughs> operating. <laughs> Windows yeah, operating. You call me a hipster, Marcus. No, but uh, which Windows do you use? So this this is something that my, I've actually debated between before. My mom had a MacBook, and I used that for iMovie to make my movies when I was like fourteen, I guess. And 
I think right around the age 16 is when I had my own desktop. And it was so weird transitioning from Windows to Mac. And this is something that a lot of people are like, I mean, the, the internet is full of hate. <laughs> like these two, these two oppositions of Windows and Mac. And oh man, so I made the decision when I finally needed to do something where I wanted to have more customization on my home screen. I wanted to do more things on my computer. I wanted more personal personability. Is that a word? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, don't I don't know if that's the right word. Per but personalization. Yes, personalization. Yeah, that's, that's the word I'm looking for, Javon. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted more personalization, so when I found out that you can do more things with Windows, I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. So I gave it a shot, and I liked it better. That's just me. There's people on the side, you know, because Mac has a lot of stronger security than Windows does in some cases, then they just decide to go with Mac. They think it's more simple, they go with Mac. They think it looks cleaner, they go with Mac. They think it reminds them of mac and cheese, they go with Mac. You know, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> like mac and cheese. <laughs> no proof for that last one. <laughs> <laughs> I've met some pretty uneducated people, and they just decided to go for the Mac just because everyone has a Mac, you know, or they all have think, iPhones. Grant, do you think the price has to do with that too, though? Because I know a lot of people, at least for me, I like to pay for quality. Sometimes if something's too cheap, I feel like I'm not getting a quality product, and I think a lot of people like that they overpay for Apple because it okay. gives you that sense ooh, of... Ooh, you know. ooh, shoot, Javon, this, <laughs> yo, this reminds me right of my desktop. Do you remember the desktop that I brought into you? We we pay it. No, see, this is where price has nothing to do with it. it nothing to do with it at all. I mean, Mac. I mean, Apple's making this new desktop, especially like cylindrical, like this. Oh and, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah. the Mac Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Smaller. I looked up some of the specs, and my computer is better than this. And it's the how much that thing cost? The new Mac. It starts at it's a, it starts at a three thousand for the Mac Pro. <laughs> three thousand. Yo, yeah. okay. This is the thing that drives me up the wall. I mean, some of the specs I have on this desktop blows that PC out of the water. And I spent $600 on it. This is where price has nothing to do with it. They think, oh, well, I'm going to spend $2,000 on a new Mac and it's going to be the best computer in the world. Wrong. Wrong, 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 wrong. I mean, I spent $2,000 on a Windows computer and it turned out to be a complete... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> complete garbage. Javon took it apart when I had no idea what I was looking at. It had like a fan this big in it. <laughs> like one, that was it. <laughs> Just one fan, and this uh, the amount of dust in this thing was crazy. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't catch on fire and burn my house down. <laughs> yeah, so the price really has nothing to do with it. You gotta start learning this stuff. I was a complete noob. I, I'm still a complete noob, but I'm learning more and I'm realizing the price not always the case here. You gotta look into what you're buying first. I, I see. I, I I partially agree. I feel like when it comes to desktop computers, I feel like in this market today, in this day and age, or, so, or, or even the last couple, like when the last five years, the price of components have gone down dramatically. Where you can build or buy a computer that's that is more than what than what you need it for, or, or what it's capable of, um, and you can spend roughly around the same or a little bit less. Than what you can get with a entry level uh, Apple device. Now, when it comes to laptops, I feel like generally a good laptop is going to be about a thousand dollars anyway. When it comes to like quality, um, that's kind of true. That really hasn't moved at all. Yeah, because you look at you look at like the like the Dell XPS 13. That's a quality laptop. I mean, it, it, you know, the base model starts at at, at uh, eight ninety nine for an i three. 
but I wouldn't buy a laptop with an i3 at 899 in the first place. So I would def definitely jump to the uh, to the i5, i7 versions. You still got four thousand dollars. Yeah, keep just for people out there don't know. <laughs> and I mean, I, you know, so I used to be one of those guys. I, I want like, to say that. No, go ahead. What? No, 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 no. The better beard always has the right of way. The better beard always has the right of way. The right, the right of beard, right? So, yeah. right of so beard. It should be a conversational <laughs> rule, actually. Like, who has the right of beard? Like, it would depend on like how many people are in the room, and then the gender, genders yeah. of the people in the room as to who has right of beard. If a girl has more beard than you, she has the ultimate right of beard. Well, the thing is, if a woman has a beard, she's going to talk anyway. <laughs> That's manly. <laughs> she better talk. She's got some explaining to do. So, like... That's crazy. So, yeah, so, like, like I was like I was going to say is that I feel like the, actually the price of Apple hardware has actually gone down a lot compared to what, it, to what it's been before. I feel like... They've had to, though. Of, They've had to go down because yeah, the, their, their lives don't hold water anymore because you can get good quality equipment for a lot cheaper now. Like yeah, when I they first... Like, yeah. They have this appeal to prestige that I find so interesting prestige. because they really don't have anything to claim, you know, like in terms of being better. They don't hardware wise. They're not better. They're more exclusive. Oh, oh, shots fired. Well, as, a, as someone that doesn't know about all the stuff here, I know that you know the specs are what basically makes one computer better than another one. And when computer shopping myself, I've noticed that when I compare the two, it's like you get more for your money not with Mac compared to with Mac. When I bring this basic argument to some of my friends who are shopping. They tell me with their experience, but that PC won't last as long, and I have a Mac from this time, and blah, 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 and it does blankety-blank. So it's like no matter what the truth is, people's perceptions about the Mac being better just fuel the purchases like in, in Jordan-type proportions. With, by Jordans, I mean the shoes. You know, They buy it because it's a Mac. Like yeah. people stand in the lines because they're Jordans. Now, I'm not talking about the flippable nature and the and the, uh, the the investment of the shoes, which is yeah. better than the Mac. But it's the lifestyle. You buy it. It's like they have, they have this mentality of like uh, LeBron James versus the the Jays, you know, and uh, all the famous guys and everyone who has anyone who's anybody who has money buys a Mac or they have beat headphones. Uh, <clears throat> Javon, <clears throat> what you wearing, man? It's the mentality. It's the I buy, therefore I am mentality. That was the time to say shots fired, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Shots fired. Oh, wow. I agree with the Mac thing. It's like, although I would never, ever again pay for a pre built computer, whether it's Mac or PC, it's, I'd rather have third party. Uh, People like motherboards, like MSI, uh, companies like MSI that make their own motherboard and make it perfect. And then you put that bo uh, board into computer, and then you have people that make cases and make that perfect. Now you have almost this perfect computer because people are working on perfect parts individually instead of Mac, who makes everything. And they might slip up here and there. Or a pre-built computer, a PC. It's like uh, they make stuff down, here and here. That comes down to the same argument to me, almost like skin Android versus non-skin Android. And here's, here's, and here's what I say when it comes down to Mac OS being a more consumer-friendly computer, I believe, than Windows. And this, and this comes not just for, uh, I would say, like, security, because I, I, 
viruses are now written for Apple or, or OS X a lot more frequently than they were like about you know two years ago. And that's because the market share of OS X computers or any Mac computer has, has grown you know a lot by a lot. Almost everyone or at some point in time now has owned a Mac. Um, I, I have a Mac laptop. Uh, my desktop dual boots and, and Yosemite. So, I mean, I, I do have, I, I use, you know, the operating system, but for me, it comes down to what they give the user. And I feel like when you buy an Apple computer compared to a Windows computer, the, depending on the type of user you are, you can get a lot more out of the Mac computer out the box right away. Now, like I said, gamers are completely 100% excluded from this. Because Mac and gaming, do not, they're not even the same sentence. So that, that's all Mac out the door. But if I'm like if I'm if I'm a you know a a young like a college student, if I'm someone who's in business or something, and I'm looking and I and I buy a Mac, here's what I'm getting outside of a, a, a decently built computer. I'm getting tons of software for creativity. I'm getting iPhoto. Yeah, I'm getting GarageBand. I'm getting you know iMovie. This and this and that iMovie. All, all different types of Apple, you know, software or whatever, and they even have Productivity Suite. Now, would I ever say that um, Keynote and Apple Sheets are as, are as good as Microsoft uh, Office? You know, no. I feel like they're just poor knockoffs, just like Google Docs are compared to Microsoft Office. But for someone who buys that computer right there and then, you're up, you know, you're, you're kind of set in terms of you, know, you don't really have to buy their software ecosystem and their hardware ecosystem. And that's, you know, and also how they market their, you know, their upgrades also. You buy a Mac computer, you don't have to pay for your upgrade like how Windows was doing it before. So there, I see I see the pros in that, but do I feel like it's it, it necessary for everyone to go out and buy a $1,000 computer? No, because I feel like a Chromebook can do uh, a lot of what you need also at 200 bucks. So it they can sell you any options they want and it's cool that Mac is so like usable out of it but let's all the most computer users your Mac is a email and porn searching device like oh, that man. is what it that is what a laptop gets used for by the average user more than anything else and I say porn but I, I generally mean like TCP IP the internet that's what yeah. we do we do the internet and through that we do email and oh, no. sometimes I people do other stuff. Oh, no, I was flinching at you saying the internet. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that it. comes down to the next part of the to our next pay. topic. Why not just get a tablet, you know? Like, why, why, why do people feel the need to get a laptop? It's to have well, the keyboard and the functionality. And if Apple delivers the functionality you need, then enjoy the price tag. But at the same time, I, I don't know. I use cheap computers. I've never paid more than $400 for a computer. But that's probably why... My computer life sucks. <laughs> well, you know what? That actually brings you to the next topic of our rundown, which is uh, what operating system that you run. Sorry, Phil, I, I skipped you on that, but I already know you run Windows. But uh, you, Matt, run a different operating system than, than uh, everyone else on this podcast. Want to go yeah, ahead so, and uh, yeah, so I'm running Unity right now, Ubuntu uh -huh. 1404 LTS, and it's not without its problems, but it's it has a solution for every single problem I've run into. And I can also do a bunch of stuff that I would never do, like model asteroids or like, you know, follow spore growth colony, whatever, because that's what Linux is used for. But in terms of a personal OS, Ubuntu is like Apple in design and like Microsoft in functionality. That's why I don't get why people don't use it, but it does take some bootstrapping. And I know that that really pushes a lot of people away from it as an operating system. 
But so lost. Don't understand any of that. See, I know it's a lot of babble. So basically, it's Apple without any of the Apple supervision. If you, if that's what Ubuntu is to me, it's a, by a company called Canonical out of uh, England. For all so, people that are watching this and aren't really informed, there's correct me if I'm wrong. There's three operating systems. There's Windows, Apple, or Mac, and then there's uh, Linux. Linux is more of like a community-based operating system well, where well, people well, for this. this uh, <laughs> What's the Chrome OS. These are the four no, major. No, okay, hold on a second. We to get really down to this. It's not good to look at it in sections, because there's Windows proprietary, and then there's right. Apple's proprietary. But within Linux, there are thousands of fanboys true, that all true. have their own stupid thing that no one wants to use. Like, but it's still there. There's like six or seven big companies that do Linux operating systems. One that's really interesting is uh, called Red Star OS. It's by the North Korean government. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's a very interesting Linux build if you ever want to go see screen grabs of it. it uh, they used to look like Microsoft, but now they look like Apple. But that's the beauty of Linux is that you can change it. The annoying thing is is that you can't talk about it for more than four seconds before 90% of everybody rolls their eyes and doesn't want to have anything to do with the conversation, which is why the Linux OS has never really landed as a... Like a as a, a surface user, you know, Windows yeah. and Apple are good enough. Why would you need anything else? But if so, you like Android, you like Linux because Android is mother flipping Linux. So. That is that is. Uh, Phil, um, have you heard of Linux before? Have you have you tried Linux? I've heard of Linux, and whenever people talk about it, I picture like a computer from 1982. With a with a crank wheel or something. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck people are talking. Sorry, I don't know what people are talking about. So and so then I learned it's an operating system. So then I understood that you have more control over what's happening. So then I updated my perception of it of a whole bunch of guys that are just like typing in code all day using their Linux. So that's that's my understanding of Linux until this conversation. So, so, so you don't think Linux is an operating system that you will ever choose in the near future? Well, that's the thing. I would have no problem using it, but as a technological layperson, I wouldn't think I would have the understanding to use it compared to me just using one of the other two. I don't have a problem with it. It just seems like more work for me as a you know someone that's not so deep in all of this. Oh, that's what I say. See, so that so that makes you feel like maybe Linux is not a consumer. Operating or maybe some versions of Linux, I should say, are not consumer-friendly versions of uh, of an operating system that someone would want to use as their daily driver or their main operating system. Is that is that fair to say? That's what it really comes down to. Uh, that's that's the problem is that Linux requires plugins, and the other operating systems come normally come with plugins out of the box or a very simple way, where it's just like one click and you get whatever play services you want. Linux doesn't always have that. So, yeah, I don't think it'll ever be, I don't know, not until there's a big war between operating systems and someone truly comes out on top. And I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Oh, and we just lost our, our live viewer, so that sucks. So, <laughs> so they probably, that probably like pissed him off. It, so we got him. <laughs> he was like, oh, bashing Linux? Oh, hell no. <laughs> so, so, um... Because I actually use Linux, and and I um, at one point um, I use Elementary OS, which is a version of Ubuntu. Um, it 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 very does resemble the OS X look and feel, but as a I think to me it's more of a 
it's probably the easiest or most user-friendly version of um, of Linux ever. As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to go ahead. And I'm going to throw it in the rundown for you guys to see here. Um, elementary OS. It's that. It's actually it's actually pretty cool. It's, it's something that I, I think that my mother or someone could kind of pick up and use. Um, it, it, is, is it the easiest um, OS in the world? No. Um, there is a slight learning curve, but but nothing too serious. Um, but if I if I plugged in a, a printer, it worked. It has Bluetooth out the box. Has Wi-Fi enabled for most for most drivers, most compatible cars out the box. So, um, I guess it does matter. I, I guess it does kind of depend on the user. Um, and uh, that right there will bring me into users. Bring me into a Windows Phone. So Windows Phone is something that we actually have. I don't think any of us have a Windows phone. Does anyone have a Windows phone on them? No, no. I have to maintain my social status. <laughs> wait, wait. What What would you do without your free one year subscription of Amazon Prime? Like, really? oh, 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 oh! oh you gonna guy. jump on? You gonna jump on Flame OS now? All right, yeah, that's fine. So, 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 this is not a Fire Phone bashing. So let's just we'll save that for the for another you day. Can't, you can't bash Fire Phone any more than it does when you pick it up and try to use it. Like, it's just, dude, Windows isn't that bad, but I do think that it's going to become an Android carrier within a year. Like, if it, they're just going to jump, why would they stay out of the game? Why would they? Why would? Why would anyone try to launch their own NFL ever? Like, what's the point? Like, Apple play, is playing a different sport, so you have to use like they're like baseball. <laughs> a lot of people use it, but only in America. <laughs> like, with I mean, there's just no. Um, I don't think Windows has any where they can go. I mean, the other market environments are so big. Like iOS has all the developing power, and the App Store or Play Store has all the people. So, what are they going to do but jump on? You know, See? as Quagmire once said in an episode of Family Guy, it yeah. doesn't have to be a two cola system. RC is there to keep the other guys in check. <laughs> So see, here's what I think when it comes to Windows Phone. It's I feel like it's something that no one really knows about. For one, I feel like you don't really walk into the street and someone's like, "Oh, what's, is that a, is that a Windows Phone?" Like you know, like it's, it doesn't have that lore yet. That comes down to market share. Uh, as it currently states right now, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, Microsoft owns owns less than three percent of the of the global market, and that's mainly in, in low end. Phones in like India and, and and Brazil and things like that. So um, I think as American consumers, because everyone here is American, um, would you consider? Have you ever considered switching to Windows Phone? Not ever. Never. I'm I'm gonna board that train too. No, no. <laughs> Reason I say that is when I saw them, they weren't very appealing. Uh, there wasn't really any hardware specs that really caught my eye. The, the, the software reminded me of Windows 8. That's that's where my that's really flew me off. I was like, ew, ew, yeah. Windows 8. No, 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 no. Shoot, no, I don't want that. <sighs> no. What you feel? Can we repeat the question? The question is, would you ever consider uh, oh. owning a, a Windows phone? Okay, so. When I first heard of a Windows phone, I just thought it was an Android because, once again, I thought they were just two things. So uh, I've taken a look at some of their phones. They don't look as cool. Um, I've never actually touched one or fiddled with it. So it's the same situation as 
I have this or that. Why would I need to, to, to try that when it seems lame, you know? So, so you think those magical live tiles that give you glanceful information whenever you want are lame? <laughs> I, I, just, I also take note of something that we're talking about with price and uh, making a purchase about value. Um, I've always been the, the contract guy with all my phones. I noticed that the Windows phones are almost always free. And so that's also played a fact in my purchase because the phone just came out and then it's free for the two-year contract. Why? You know, because no one's buying. So, yeah. Here's what a lot of, actually um, a lot of people don't know about Windows Phone. And if, you, and if you have a Windows Phone, then you do know, is that Windows Phones have some of the best photo processing, period. Uh, I, I would take a Windows Phone camera over the iPhone 6 Plus camera or even the, the, the Galaxy Note 4 almost any day. Even their low-end phones have extremely good cameras. Um, Explain, are you talking about like resolution, processing? I'm talking, about, I'm talking about just the way that the, the image looks. Like you take a picture and it just looks good. Um, well, the a whole lot of them, stack, yeah. Yeah, they, they have a really good lens, sensor, and everything. Yeah. They have um, the best, but does it matter, you know? That's... The other well, cameras aren't bad enough, you know. Well, for some users, you know, photos. Every I know, I know people that buy iPhones specifically for Apple's uh, image processing, you know. So I mean, I feel like if if that is something that someone really wants, maybe a Windows phone could be something that you can seriously consider. Um, I, I I'll tell you that there's a phone. I think it's the uh, the Lumia 1020. Um, that that's their the newest phone. Their their or their not the newest, but their flagship Windows phone. It's on Verizon. Uh, looks good. It has like a you know like aluminum sides and a soft touch back and stuff. It's a 10 megapixel camera, but it has like ISO something lens view with like a xenon flash and all that extra jazz and optical image stabilization. And some of the photos that that thing has produced look like DSLR cameras, like photos. Like it looks. Really good, and it has latest like you know typical Android specs, uh, a five a 5.5 inch 1080p screen, Snapdragon 800, two gigs of RAM, all that you know normal tech jumbo, mambo jumbo there. See where Grant pulled up, you know, is is that something that maybe uh, a user may like? You know, um, is that if you're someone seriously considering getting a Windows phone, if you're an average consumer, should that draw you <laughs> into the 1020? I, th I think if you're someone that's looking to take more photographs than anything else, then that's a huge, a huge pull into getting that device. But I just don't know if that number is high enough for them to forge their own ways, providing their own apps and stuff. You know, that's why I think they're going to get onto the Android bandwagon sooner rather than later, even if they maintain the hardware advantage. Okay. Okay. So, so let's so let's start it then from a from a from a tech uh, perspective. Uh, a lot of techs nowadays are you know. We like to, we like to carry around, you know, uh, one or two phones um, on us. Is is Windows Phone a secondary phone for a tech? If they're forced at gunpoint, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so would any of you guys consider like taking like a like a maybe the highest end Windows Phone as your secondary phone to keep on you? Mm. See, I would take any device. So I don't think it's like my. I'm biased. If it has buttons and a screen, I'll 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 use it for as long as I can. But I think most people know unless they really want that camera. As a normal person, I don't see the need 
for an offhand weapon. I, I have a phone, and I use it for things. I put it in my pocket. I'll have a second phone in my back pocket and a third one in my sock. I'm not I'm not a, a cop from 1984 with my revolver. My <laughs> I know. So I'm sorry. That's just for me. Now I know I have a few friends that like work for Verizon, and like they'll have their uh, an iPhone for their personal use, and then their Verizon phone for for work. Like, but outside of that, I don't know a lot of people that dual wield phones, and that's just me. So. Okay. Okay. Actually, my sister dual uh, dual wheels phone. She has a Nexus phone. Was it the four Javon that you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before? Nexus four. She has some sort of slide phone, like one of those ones that you see at Verizon kiosks that are offering like fifty dollars for <laughs> one of those. That one has the plan, and the Nexus is it was just off contract, so she can just use that as a regular device. I don't know why she just doesn't use the Nexus, but I realize that she does carry around two phones. So, I think my thing is, if you're going to carry around two phones, what would be the purpose of that? I think mine, if, if anything, if I were to carry around two devices, it would either be for regular phone use, and then the other one would be for camera, music, and holding a lot of data. That's what I think. That's what I would use another phone for. And if you're going for camera, that, that phone looks pretty cool, the, the Lumia one. I'm surprised how like flush the camera was on the phone. Hmm. So, let me, let me go ahead and get this straight here. Would, would you carry two of the same operating system phones with you? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe. I think so. I can't right. see a reason to do that except for if like, it was work-related. Yeah, I think it's more, I don't really care about the operating system. I think it's more of like, I care about the hardware. I want different hardware on this and different hardware on this one because you can't have I can't, yeah, they, don't, they don't have the same thing so I might as well just carry around both this one has a better camera it can hold more it can hold a lot more uh, music data that sort of stuff but this one can't but it can do the things that can act like a phone that's 4G all that other stuff okay so that seems like enough tech talk or say the mandatory tech talk for today uh, we'll go ahead and we'll take a quick break and we'll uh, bring us back here with Lifestyles. And right. we're back. <laughs> and we're back here. Um, my, my, my good friend Grant is going to go ahead and uh, take over Lifestyles for us and, and let's get us uh, kicked off here. I'm really interested to look for the uh, Galaxy S6, but I've heard disappointing stuff about this. Javon, please, uh, please tell me what you think about this. The Galaxy S6 is supposed to come out with different variants of a regular phone style, but then they have another one, like the Galaxy S6 Edge, possibly where it rounds off on the sides. What do you think about that? Think it's more like a, think it's more of like a gimmick. See, I, I I've seen some um, some renders. I've seen some leaked images from different sources like Pocket Now, uh, Engadget shown some Techno Buffalo, and to me, I what I've seen from the Galaxy S6. This is Samsung's. New approach to make things better, I I or, or say different. I would say they they just stole the iPhone six and threw Android on it, uh, and give it a better camera on the back. Well, supposedly better, uh, mega or a higher megapixel count uh, count camera on the back. Um, if leaks are to be right, and as for the Edge, rumors say that it's a 
um, dual-sided edge phone, very similar to what we have currently with the Galaxy Note Edge. And uh, if this edge is on two sides, <clears throat> it, I, I guess it's cool. Um, I, I personally don't see a use for the edge screen right now. Um, so I will have to I will have to go say gimmick. Yeah, this is one of the things I've actually used the Note Edge in my hands before, and I thought it was kind of gimmicky. I was like, you know, I might as well just give it a shot. But after I started using it, I, I realized that it's not just part of the screen. It's its own individual screen. And so because of this, you can do everything you can normally on a normal phone. But let's say you get a text message, not only will it show up in the notification bar, but if you want to reply real quick, all you have to do is swipe over this side, and then you can pull up your text message button and push it. So it's kind of like having your own hot bar like on Windows. That will cascade away when you're not using it, and so like I actually I kind of like that. But here's here's the thing: I think that Samsung, th this is their stepping stone phone, <coughs> stepping stone phone to something better. Like, do you remember that that one demonstration where they had the phone that literally bent like paper and they were folding it? It was like oh, you're talking yeah, about the. Uh... The, the, the 2012 or 2013 Samsung Keynotes. Yes, and they had yeah, the screen that was literally like this. That's what everyone wants. We don't we don't want the edge thing, to be honest. That's not what I want. I want the phone where you can go like this. Or your, your regular phone, use it, but all of a sudden, bam, you got a tablet. That's what I want. That's what, I think that's what everyone else wants. Not the no edge stuff. No one wants that. <laughs> it seems a little too gimmicky. And, and the fact it's still glass, that's still... Irritating me because I've changed this digitizer in class once. I don't need to do it again. It already cracked again. Yeah, I've definitely had to say Samsung durability is is, is not uh, not the high point. But I would say this. I would say since since uh, the Gorilla Glass um, four, three, and four, I, I would say that phones have been generally stronger and less prone to shattering. Funny story. I, my first ever Android phone that I bought. Was the Verizon um, Droid, the OG Droid, and I had that phone for three days before the screen broke, and that was like the, that was like the most like heart destroying like oh god I, I just thinking about it man god it was it was hard it was it was definitely a hard hard time in my life I, I don't think you oh man came came <clears throat> might need a moment don't get too deep in feelings man. I've never broken a phone screen in my life, and I don't Brian, understand how people on. do this. Don't drop the thing. <laughs> that's my thing. Is I'm like, you're well, not that, taking care of it right. No, no that's, that's another thing. When I was moving, I just, I just replaced this digitizer like I don't know two months ago, and it was brand new. I put it in my pocket. I was moving stuff, and I was, just, I guess, I just put enough strain on it or something that I pulled out. I'm like, it's already cracked. The whole thing just it cracked on the side. I was like. You serious? So that was not a lot of effort to crack a screen like this. I was on a job in glass. I was on a job in Texas, and I left my uh, Droid X2 on the roof of my car, drove two miles, and when I came back in, it flew off the top into the parking lot. I picked it up, and eventually I had to replace it like two weeks later because there was something wrong with how it was booting up. The screen was fine. Like it wasn't even scratched. Like I, I, I maybe I'm just the unbreakable. I say this now, and then I shatter my phone tonight. But like. <laughs> I've never seen my gra glass break, and I'm so scared of how I'm going to feel in that moment. Because it's like the final insult to the phone, is it's just like breaking its screen. You've just made it, you've set it, it's going to die. It's just a question of when you actually send it in for a new one. I don't know, it's sad for me. Heartbreaking. 
But you, but you, uh, Mr. Careful Guy over there, Bill. Yeah, uh, I've always taken care of my uh, my screens. I typically pay for the uh, thing at the mall, the Zag Invisishield. You know, it gives you extra grip, and it also uh, keeps it nice and nice and fresh. Uh, but once again, I don't break phones, so I'm like Mr. Matt over here, the, the unbreakable. And I believe in my unbreakable so much, uh, I'm not going to feel afraid because I just said this. So, you know. Now, I have seen, for one I have seen, though, the people that have the most broken screens are people with iPhones, and it's just part of their life. They're just sitting there swiping with this big crap down their, down their, uh, their baby's face because it's always the home screen on the girl's phones, and it's just, that's just what the life is. You know, but I'll say I don't see that that much on the Android devices. I don't know if the, the protection is easier or if uh, they're just more durable. I'm not sure which is which. I think it's because only poor people have Android, and we're so used to fixing stuff that we uh, get it fixed. I definitely have to say that I think it comes down to, um, to the quality screen. Now, I would say that for the longest time, Apple, I think it was it was until the iPhone 5S, Apple just used some cheap, like, screen from China. Like, it was, like, some, like, garbage, like, whatever you could throw on, like, like a really clear glass that didn't fog really well. Well, you and know, that, Apple used to have the best, and Google uses LG uses it now, but it's it's Corning glass. That The original Gorilla yeah. Glass, that stuff is amazing, and they went away from it, and they used the, um, whatever that crystal is everyone talks about. Like sapphire. It's, uh, yeah, sapphire, which is amazing in how thin it can get, but it breaks... It's nowhere near I actually, as strong I actually heard that the iPhone, the iPhone 6 actually does not use uh, Sapphire. I actually heard it uses Corning Gorilla Glass 3 now. If they jump back, I bet it's going to be stronger yeah. because the Corning – I have never had a problem with Corning. Uh, the rumors say, rumors say that they'll be using um, their – what is it? Uh, Sapphire Glass in the iPhone 7, you know, which is in two years, what they're saying. That's what I, that's yeah, what I think. There's like organic sapphire, and then there's a bunch of companies trying to come up with synthetic sapphire. And I think once they get the mixture right, it'll be better. But with I, with Apple, their big push is always like thinness and lightness. And I think they trade away a little bit in terms of durability for how thin they get their, their cover screen. But it looks good. I mean, you can't deny that about I've never seen an Apple product that didn't look good, like in terms of how it all fits together. So... I like that, but I've just never. I've just really liked the Gorilla Glass. I think it can handle a lot more than some of the other products. So, so do you, so do you think that the uh, the Samsung Galaxy S6 looks good? I'd have to see what it looks like first. Give me a sec. Yeah, I mean, wait, I wait. The, the S6 hasn't come out yet. I swear, it already came out. No, I uh, just don't know what it looks like. <laughs> it, it, it is it is around the corner. Like it is like. Uh, or is it around the corner? <laughs> good one. Ah, Excellent, guys. That was, That's that why we tish, win. Tish, tish. That is very good. That is very good. Okay, I just I mean, say it looks one cool. other thing. Uh, you said something about lifestyle, and then we're just talking about phones and Apple and Android again. What I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to say that, but I, and then, and in the moment I was like, man, this is totally not lifestyle whatsoever. <laughs> I, I blame you, Javon. Hey, well, we didn't say whose lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's ju let's jump into like the um the Patriots, I guess, or does does that even feel passe now, man? I mean, the Super Bowl is basically closer to Napoleon than it is to what's happening today. At least how it feels. Like once once the Super Bowl goes by, it's not even a thing, you know. Like it's like a week where it's all everyone talks about, and then it's yeah. dead. 
that is that is very true. I'm I'm actually very upset about 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 the Super Bowl still. You know, um, it comes down to two things. For one, the Patriots are, are I just I can't stand them. I don't know why. I, I think I think it's Tom Brady. I think that he looks so good that he just makes me angry. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you, you ever you ever see like 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 a really cute puppy or something? You just like want to kick it because it's like so damn cute. I can say honestly that no, I've never felt that way before. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so I'm just a monster. Okay, just making sure. All right. No, I'm a cat person, so kicking dogs is totally normal. Puppy, adult, <laughs> they all seem kickable to me. That was the only thing I didn't get with you. Well, going on your uh, Patriots thing here, I sent you a vine. I want you to watch real quick. It's something I made. It's uh, <clears throat> kind of explains how the Patriots won the Super Bowl. I want to watch this. Can you bu- bump it to the group chat in the um, little chat window? See if we can get this here. So let's have some background music. Do, 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 well, I will do, say this about the and Patriots, and not, not, to, not to make it all techie again, but I find that people's hate for the Patriots is kind of like people's um, love for Apple, where it's just not really explained, and it's just something that just happens because it happens. There's no real backing or support. They're brand, yeah, they're bandwagon. As much as I, I, I agree with you, I say they had to go for Seahawks fan. I've seen so many Seahawks fans that are like, I'm a, I'm a Seahawks fan. You know, I've been a Seahawks fan since the beginning of 2013. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> like, that's the, no, you're not a Seahawks fan. You just like the Seahawks fan because they won last year. Like, you know, so you know they're a hard team not to like. You know, with a cast of characters like Richard Sherman and and uh, you know Marshawn Lynch, yeah. with his, with his you know ultimate interviews, I'm here because so I don't get fined. <laughs> so I mean, I, I guess I guess if you if you were to jump on a bandwagon, I guess the Seahawks are the most acceptable bandwagon to be on. And that's why for football, I'm really new to sports as a whole, and so I just went with a team where no one could ever call me a bandwagon, the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I don't know football, and I get that joke. It's not a joke, though. It's really not a joke. That's my I don't. Thing. No one cheers for them. <laughs> Here's the situation. So I grew up. My father is a is a Redskins fan. My almost stepfather was a Cowboys fan. I live here, so I get nothing but Ravens this, Steelers this, and then Patriots shit. So I just wanted to have my own thing without anyone really being in my business about it. So I remember back in the days, you know, game day, you know, on the Nintendo 64, and I said, those guys were terrible. I'll take them, and I'll just be my island. And I think they made it to the playoffs this year, though, so I was kind of happy that they didn't go further, because then people would call me a bandwagon. So so we see here, Grant has something up here. Let's see if we can uh, check this out. Yeah, so if you look here... Here's the Seahawks hat on Squidward <laughs> right here, kind of symbolizing the Super Bowl. Here he is, blowing a bubble, but it's all deflated. It's oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's, the Patriots. <laughs> that's, the the Patriots hat. Oh, that's, that's, that's horrible. That's horrible. That God, that's that's really sad. That's really sad. Oh, yeah, my God. The Patriots just whistling like, I didn't do that. Richard Sherman, if you're watching this, because we got five more viewers, so if it is you, Richard Sherman... Um, then I, I want to say I'm sorry. And uh, next year, if the Ravens don't make it, you guys will definitely win it. 
So, <laughs> uh, and by the way, uh, welcome our new five viewers who are watching us now. Um, hi. So, no pressure. <laughs> keep it. Let's keep it good. Let's keep it rolling. A big number for you, Javon. I know, right? Five. It's like the. Uh, the it's like what we had before, but four more of them. <laughs> Hopefully this time they don't they don't leave because we because uh, we were bashing on Linux for a little while. So I think we start talking about Linux, they might leave. <laughs> so so what's next on the rundown, guys? What, what what do we have here? I keep it's pretty nerdy, man. <laughs> it doesn't seem to hey, get better. Hey. Give me some topics I know about. Can we just pop a topic and get to the? The Lord of the Rings versus Game of Thrones? You're reading my mind here, because I wanted to say, who would even consider to compare those two? Oh. Like, so, like, so, like, so, 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 this is going to have viewers like, What do you like better? Do you like better? Eating or drinking? Which one's better to you <laughs> in, in terms of, like, living your life? Like, would you rather, if you had to choose, just eat or just drink the rest of your life? It's a, I feel like it's not even a choice, like... I don't know. Well, I thought we were talking about Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. So what? I am. I'm, I'm saying I don't even see how they like. <laughs> I know everybody so, thinks all fantasy is the same, but like I don't think they're in the same league, whatsoever. Oh. So, so uh, if, if you're not joining us now uh, live, pretty much we're, we're, the discussion is what's better, Game of Thrones or Lord of the Rings. Uh oh. So this is going to be a uh, battle. I just want to go over some, some, some few ground rules. No low blows. Uh, <laughs> you know, keep, just keep it clean. Nothing in the eyes. Nothing above the neck here. You know. So uh, if you and if you have traps like me, then you have no necks or nothing above the traps. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, and Grant. I'm sorry, and Grant. Grant traps too. <laughs> so wait, let's uh, let's just do full disclosure here, though. I've read oh. all Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and The Silmarillion, and then I've read every book in the Song of Ice and Fire saga. Up to the great disappointments that were the last two books. Okay. So that's where I'm. I'm that nerd position. So okay, I've seen so season one. I've seen season we, one and nothing else. Do we add a spoiler tag to this or or no? We, I mean, no oh, I'm gonna spoil it. I don't want to oh, be spoiled. So, wait a second. No. <laughs> okay, then we can't really have a conversation. This is like you're you're basically watching World War Two on television, and I'm living now, and you're like, dude, this Hitler guy, he's gonna fuck shit up. Like, just wait. No, just wait. It's cool. Like, so, so, I guess we're fair to say is that we can go all off on Lord of the Rings, and up to season four of Game of Thrones is fair game. Is that fair? Up to season four? Up to season four. Okay. Okay, alright. So, Matt, can you go ahead and take us away, man. Take you away what? No, no, no. Man. I'm not starting this. <laughs> I'm going to wait for someone to make a stand, and then I'm going to needlessly and recklessly attack their position. So. Oh, you, you're going to attack me first. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be that guy that said, I've never seen Game of Thrones. Whoa. No, good for you. That's actually, Whoa. I think you're in a good place. Like, yeah. I feel a low I blow coming. I don't. I feel like I feel like, I feel like your life is missing something dramatically. You're like, you're like, you're, you have, like, no kidneys right now. That's what I feel like. I feel like you're, you're walking around with no kidneys. Like... And you don't even know you don't have no kidneys. Like you're just walking around. Like he's like, oh, I have no kidneys, but and you think it's normal. Like it's not normal. What what happened? You told me I'm not. I don't have any kidneys. 
think the organ you're trying to talk about, Javon, is the appendix. And the I appendix. think what you're realizing is that it's not entirely important that you have it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have an appendix. <laughs> and a kidney. He has his appendix still, and you had yours taken out. And, and I mean, until he has, like, some fantasy-based, like, infection God. in which it has to be removed, he'll probably never... I mean, I could see... Unless you like to read, I wouldn't recommend the TV show unless you like violence and boobs. Otherwise, like, if you're down with violence and breasts, you are missing out, my friend. And, and, and ass. And oodles and, and, of both. It also has the occasional man butt. Let's, let's not think there. That's a good point. Uh, well, hmm. I don't know about that, man. The, the violence and the boobs, but then you said the man butt. And, it's just... and, and, and the incest. And the incest. Oh, man, that's... that's... Wait, where does your hand go with that one, though? <laughs> is it on a downward trend, or does it kind of plateau? <laughs> one thing I think is interesting when you're looking at the two is Lord of the Rings is about uh, one group of people trying to do one very blatant thing, being opposed by another force, you know, trying to stop them. Whereas Game of Thrones is about a whole hell of a lot of different types of people with different goals and different aims and different main characters being murdered every other day. So, <laughs> with that, I will agree with Matt where it's kind of hard to compare the two just because the, the basic aims of the two shows or, or stories are just so different. Hey, are, the, are the viewers able to comment what they're thinking right now? Um, I would love that if we they were, have, by the way. We do have a live chat option. For Q&A, but unfortunately, this pocket I did not started ahead of time because I did not think we we'll actually have any viewers. So that's my fault. So if you're viewing and you wanted to chime in, I promise you, start Tuesday, which is our official podcast, uh, you'll be able to comment and, and, and talk to us here. Or you can just give them your mailing address. Here, I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's something else. Like I know it's not the same topic. That's why I don't like it when people try to tell me I have to like either Star Wars or Star Trek. I like both. And, you know, once again, Star Wars, each trilogy, basically has a set goal with X amount of people trying to accomplish one, other people doing something else, where Star Trek is all this other shit, different people, different names, different goals. So, once again, as Matt says, do you like to eat or do you like to drink? It's another one of those things, you know? I just, I just chose mine. <laughs> so I, I I gotta say this I gotta say when it comes down to lore which is very important to me I, I appreciate the lore um, and everything and, and if I pick up a game if there's have a story I'm putting it right down except for Call of Duty I don't know why it's the only thing I can play it. well even though no I said take that back because Call of Duty as of lately it had some pretty good stories it's, um, it's always had a pretty good story man since Modern yeah. Warfare yeah, like, yeah. It's since Modern Warfare think, 1, 2, and 3 yeah. yeah and then once it went down to Black Ops and Ghosts. <laughs> Black Ops and Ghosts, no story. Um, uh, World War, no story. Um, I'll say the latest version, the, what was it, uh, Advanced Warfare, pretty good story. Ending, meh, but good story overall. Um, Lord of the Rings to me, um, not just the books and the movies and the Silmarillion, but the, the, the whole lore of Middle-earth to me has been pretty. I like. I like it a lot, to the point where, if you pick up a game or, um, like I know they have the Shadow of Mordor game for Xbox, PC, and, uh, and all the other consoles and what and whatnot, and they have their Lord of the Rings online for the computer. All those games, the story kind of just comes together. 
And the official lore just makes it so much, it just, it's so appealing to like look at something here and be like, oh, I understand this and this and this. And you can add a fan fictional story to it and it makes sense because you can, because if you know anything about the lore, Lord of the Rings, you can put a piece together. Where I feel like Game of Thrones, the lore is so wonky because there's so many different storylines. And, you know, I feel like it's hard to pick up the lore except for like a few characters. Like a few characters. I got got a nerd out here real quick though. Game of Thrones is the TV show. Song of Ice and Fire are the books. And I'm going to be that guy, but they are so wildly different because books one through three are on par with Lord of the Rings in terms of lore and just coolness. But with the TV show, like if they did it the way nerds like me wanted it, each episode would be like 10 hours long. Like the books are over a thousand pages a piece. We've got like 30 main characters. So I think they've done a really good job to make it more accessible, but they've lost that lore element, like of that like deep kind of like fantasy shit. So I can see why that would be how it comes out. But we'll see where the TV show goes. Like I, I, don't, I think it could be good. I'm not going to watch it, but I don't watch TV. So. One thing I'd like to say about that is the TV adaptations will always lose something compared to the original source material. But with Lord of the Rings... Um, they also had to do the same thing. Like, just take Gandalf, for example. Apparently, this dude is basically the same thing Sauron is. And if he put the ring on, he would be able to control it and and frack stuff up. And I never got that from just watching the movies. You know, I thought that if he put it on, he would turn invisible and they would locate him. And so you lose a bit of the lore whenever you put it on the screen. So I think one thing we could do for our comparisons is compare Song of Ice and Fire to the tenth, and compare the trilogies to the TV show. Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a smart thing to do. So without, without spoiling too much for uh for for Grant, all I'm gonna say is in one thing when you watch Game of Thrones compared to Lord of the Rings, is that if you fall in love if you fall in love with the character in, in Lord of the Rings, chances are that character is gonna survive. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's all you need that. to know. <laughs> I was like, we have to leave it that because uh, I you know I actually um, got into Lord of the. Um, actually, never. First of all, I never read the books of um, Game of Thrones. I just I'm I'm the guy that goes online and finds all the information I need because I, I love spoilers. Oh, no. I love spoilers. I love spoilers. I really oh, do. Oh my god. That's so, like seriously. That's like looking up the entirety of pornography before even looking at a woman. Yep. Or a man, or any object of sexual desire. Like, and I mean the entirety of all. Like, it's seriously, you looked up the spoilers and didn't read the book? If you, if you read between the lines, I'm the guy that fasts forward to the end of the, of the clip. <laughs> Just to see the ending. All right. I bought <laughs> Harry Potter book six at midnight. I think at a Barnes and Noble. And I walked outside and there was this little, like, punk rock wannabe girls, like, flipping to the ends of the book. And there was like a whole bunch of them, and I swear this is true. Someone was there. I'm not gonna say who to validate it. I ran down the line and smacked the books out of like every single one of their hands, and then like, and then I like harangued them for five minutes about how they're bad for literature and blah 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 before like adults showed up and were like, we're gonna call the police, <laughs> stop hurting children. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. How can you do that? Like, how can you? Do you? <laughs> Why would you want to do that? <laughs> I'm not trying to make you feel bad, but you're a disgusting, awful person. <laughs> well, JK, JK. <laughs> Just want to watch. Token, JK token. <laughs> I dare. Oh, uh, dead. 
So, so Grant, you you tell me, man. This is this is a part part of this is familiar, part of this is not. Because I know you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, but uh, Game of Thrones. Well, what have you heard of Game of Thrones? Well, <clears throat> that's about it, to be honest. What you, what you guys told me. So basically, I know not to get too attached to a main character because he'll die, or she'll die. And I know it's more of a general plot where there's a lot more people than there is Lord of the Rings. That's about it, yeah. yeah, yeah. Babes. The game, there's thrones, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have the ability to reset my mind to a point which I didn't know a certain storyline. So I'm going to pretend it was the day when I first put on the first episode of Game of Thrones. And I was like, what is this? Where's the coolness? Where are the dragons? What's that blue thing in the beginning? You know? And so I didn't know what to take of the show. Now, I'm a huge fan of it of now, of course. But I will say for a new person, maybe because it was in a it's a, it's a series, it's different than jumping into a movie, making it even harder to compare the two at the end of the day. So I, I know this is this is our, our chill tech discussion, but I think this this is really kind of hard to actually do. So, so how about this? Let's make it easier for us all. And if we're gonna, if we're gonna have to pick one to to someone who hasn't read or watched, oh, keep the watching. If you haven't watched Lord of the Rings, right? And I'm talking about not just Lord of the Rings. I'm talking about like all the movie adaptations up to right now. So that means The Hobbits and Lord of the Rings in its correct, you know, uh, order. Um, and then you were like, here you have season one and two of. Uh, Game of Thrones. Which one would you re- recommend to somebody first? Hmm. Yeah, I think it's better for someone else to answer since I've never seen Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say this though: I can do a really badass Smeagol impression. <laughs> oh, I'm, not doing, I'm not doing that tonight though. <laughs> uh, we're gonna lose a viewer. <laughs> Gotta do it. <laughs> Oh, that's right here. Oh, no, no, I, I'm not here. <laughs> people are sleeping upstairs. All right, guys, so, well, so uh, you guys heard it first. Brent will do it for us next podcast. Uh, <laughs> so if you're watching now, stay tuned for us and, and subscribe to this channel, and you guys will be able to watch us uh, next week. Uh, oh, no, sorry, yeah, next week, and we'll be able to do it. So, Phil, you want to go ahead and answer that question then previously? Yeah, okay, so if I had to suggest one to a person that hadn't been exposed to either, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and give that to Lord of the Rings. And why I say that is, it's compact, it's not completely um, family okay, but it's a lot more family okay <coughs> than, than Game of Thrones. And so you could have more people watching it together. So like, if I recommend it to my friend, and let's say my friend has like a 12 or 13 year old kid, he might be able to experience that with his son compared to any one of the episodes of Game of Thrones that would not be okay for, for everyone in the household. Not to mention the fact that it's more compact, because let's let's just be real. We all have lives. So someone could take, well, I guess, three three hours for a movie. Yeah, well, I was saying, these you know, yeah. well, 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 just the sense that in nine hours, you could technically watch the whole trilogy compared to, what, 40 hours of four seasons and counting? You know, you could you have completion with the Lord of the Rings saga because it is they are movies. You know, 
that, and that's just something I think, just on, the, on for that person, for that reason alone. That's a good opinion. What, what about you, Matt? What do you think? Uh, I mean, I can't disagree. Um, I think it is more accessible. If we're saying the t if we're saying the visual media, then yeah, I would recommend Lord of the Rings. But honestly, it's getting to the point now where I, I like that Game of Thrones is bringing a bunch of people into the fantasy world that would never normally show up, even if it is a bunch of bros. Because in every crowd of them, there's always going to be someone who probably has something to give back to the whole genre. So I can't fault Game of Thrones for that. And as someone with no children and very little desire to care about anyone, like moral or whatever, I, I think Game of Thrones is a much stronger suggestion for people in our peer group. But in terms of wide applicability, yeah, Lord of the Rings, hands down. It's so many more people can watch it and get it. Versus Game of Thrones, you really got it. You'll know within like 15 minutes if you are going to hate this or like it, you know? Uh, not to go super off topic, but um, does any of you guys know what Attack on Titan is? Heard of it. I have no idea what you're talking about. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. All right, so, so we haven't lost any viewers yet, so... Uh, <laughs> we're, we're about to. So we're going to go ahead and put a... We have a feeler on that. Uh, that this will be a discussion for next time. I just wanted to see how, uh, us as a group and see well, what our opinions were on this. So. Honestly, uh, uh, Grant, Matt, that's your homework. Just go on Netflix and watch the first season. And then oh wait, no, no, no. I've I've watched Attack on Titan and I don't like it. How? What? <laughs> I know, I know, and this is I know this is not gonna be. I mean, we can save this for later, but my opinion's not gonna change. What does this mean? <laughs> like. Look, okay. Attack on Titan. Attack on Titan for me suffers from the same thing. It, it suffers from a really horrible, crippling virus that some anime suffers. It's called Dragon Ball Z syndrome. It's like if you explain it, it sounds like the coolest thing in the world. If you actually have to sit through it, it's just not so worth how I long. Can say, it, no, I can save you. Do you want to know how? <laughs> okay, so basically, you are the the the, uh, the original medium guy, right? So I think you should try reading the manga opposed to watching the show. I imagine I'm, it's awesome because the idea of the show, like the trailers on Adult Swim are so cool, but when I try to watch the episodes, it's just, it's talking. It's constant. Yeah. So, now, it's not talking, it's thinking. Like, Have you watched the episodes in English? I Yeah, Adult Swim. I think they're okay. the English ones, right? Yeah. Don't watch the, the English versions. Is it like that? Because um, it, it like I feel that. like that. I feel like that's a stupid excuse normally, but like with Princess Mononoke, it is an entirely different yeah, story it's, in it's, Japanese. It's the same thing with like you know like Naruto and things like that. I, I'll say this because I it took me the first time I watched Game um, Attack on Titan, not to go too much into it. I didn't like it. I watched the first two episodes with my friend Elmo, who might be a guest uh, guest star in this podcast eventually, but. I, I, he, he put me on that. He also put me on Game of Thrones also. He told me that Tycho Titan was the anime version of Game of Thrones. Right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. It sounds cool, right? Gave it a shot. I watched two, like, two episodes, three episodes of it. I didn't like it. I don't know what happened, but I watched it again. And, and like, I guess it was in higher resolution or whatever. But something just clicked. And it, yeah, I really, really liked it. Like, a lot. So I definitely recommend it. If you're going to watch it again... Uh, watch it in Japanese like I did with subtitles, um, but the manga is much much better. I, I I'm someone I'm I'm typical. I hate to read. It's good if I and if I'm reading it, then everyone else should read it. It's really good. I think it's really good. It's really really good. 
Grant, do you watch any anime or read manga? You know, I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I used to read uh, Naruto. That was years and years and years ago. So, no. When, so, I, hear, when I hear of Attack on Titan... We just I lost a viewer. We just lost a viewer. That's <laughs> no, so serious. We just lost a viewer. <laughs> Way to go, Grant. God damn it. <laughs> what were you going to say, though? What, what were you going to say? Oh, right. When I, when I hear of uh, Attack on Titan, I think of, like, Teen Titans. Oh. And I think of someone attacking that Titan. <laughs> Attack on Titan would be such an awesome anime crossover. I have no idea what it's about. Okay, well, let's just, once again, we should let him experience it. We'll recap this. And once again, we should, though, not actually, gonna... Grant, that would be really cool if you watched like just one episode, and then we can talk about it on Tuesday because I think you will have a very interesting perspective on it because it is cool. I just didn't like it. So, so this is our homework. Um, is that Tuesday? We'll, we'll put it in the rundown for for a brief. We'll talk about it long. But if you're watching it, you want to know much about it. If you want to know what Grant thinks about it and Matt's version of the Japanese version, or opinion on the Japanese version, to, uh, tune in on Tuesday uh, night or. Well, the show will be Tuesday night live, and if you want to watch it afterwards, uh, it will be posted after Thursday. It will be live on Tuesday. Um, so let's go ahead and let's keep it moving. We're, at, we're at actually doing okay on time right now, but we're, 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 cut, we're cutting in uh, to uh, Matt's bedtime here. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> Am I am the oldest person here? Is that what that is? Cool. You know how that goes, man. So, uh, so, so let's go ahead. Let's go into uh, the next part of this te this tech discussion, and that's gaming here. So, um, uh, Phil, let's go ahead and start us off with in this in this gaming discussion, right? Yeah. You are our virtual game guy. I am the uh, I am the game guy by default. Um, <laughs> I, I, I saw we're talking about the uh, Sunset Overdrive uh, Xbox One, and is it worth? The Xbox One purchase. Gonna gonna confess, I don't know what Sunset Overdrive is. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna focus on the other parts of the bundle, the um, the Master Chief uh, Collection Edition. You know, every person I know that's purchased that has already traded it back. <laughs> wow. Not, not to say that it's not worth it. I haven't played it myself, but of the five people I know that have the one, they got it and they traded it back already. So, so for our viewers who may not know what the, the Master Chief Collection is, um, can, can you go ahead and share a lot of that for us? Okay, so basically, it's a uh, it's a remastered version of the original uh, Halo game starring Master Chief on the Xbox One. So, and you can play them in sequence and get like a Master Chief experience on next gen or I'm sorry on the current gen system until Halo Five comes out. So this is this is like the last uh, Halo game, or just like all the Halo games? It's all the ones with Master Chief. Oh, well, Master Chief. Okay. So it's not an ODST remaster or Halo Wars. You know, it's just the game starring Master Chief. Huh. I, I mean, I mean, you guys here have uh, actually played Halo. <laughs> Besides Phil. <Yeah>, <laughs> Okay. I uh, I played Halo CE very, uh, pretty seriously when it came out. I bought an Xbox just to play it, and then when I found out you could connect it to the Internet, I played Xbox Connect. Um, and that was Xbox Connect, by the way, was not with a K. 
It was open source software that you just plugged your Xbox directly into a wireless, and then you could play anyone else in the world. So, like, I played that really seriously, and then I got into 2 and 3, and then I jumped from 3 into Modern Warfare because I started doing a lot of, like, social gameplay, and then I stopped playing console games, and I haven't played anything since. So, so... But I have a, I have a Halo tattoo, just to be for full disclosure. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's about that life. I um, was a pretty serious Halo CE player. Like, I still am, honestly, and I'll wreck anybody that wants to play Halo 1, as some people call it. But I have the Xbox. I got the original Xbox. You want to come over and learn how to play, I can show you. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> You're very proud with his... Uh, it's the, it's one of the only games that I'm still very, very good at. Yeah, it, it takes me like 10 minutes to warm back up because I don't really play console anymore. But, yeah, I'll take anyone in Halo CE. And if they beat me, that's awesome because I probably played them before. <laughs> so, so Phil, so Phil, you tell me, is, is this, or, or I guess not, not that Phil, but any of you guys, if you were, if you guys, since y'all, everyone has played Halo here, is Halo Mesh Chief Collection good enough to make you buy an Xbox One? You see Grant here, everybody's shaking your head. Grant, why is that? Mm-hmm. Well, for one, I'm broke. <laughs> well, if money wasn't an issue, should I say, is well, uh. I look at it this way. Those games already exist outside of that compilation game they just made. I think you just buy one, see if you like it, then if you do, buy more, then if you really like it, then really go for that compilation. But I don't think that'd be enough just to go get a whole console, you know what I mean? Uh, Phil, Phil, how much is the Xbox console? Yeah. One thing I'll say is... um, Let's say if you uh, didn't have an Xbox 360, right, and you had the original Xbox, so the last time you played the original Halo was 10 years ago, you know, a semi-remastered version of this game on your current current gen system, the nostalgia factor alone for playing through that all again possibly with a friend, then again for Halo 2, then Halo 3 and Halo 4, minus not even getting into the multiplayer, you're getting four video games bundled in for a system, and then it comes with another game, too. So, if so, you so are... So, what's the pricing on that? It's $349. For, 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 for never, the everything? Never. The for answer everything? is never. <laughs> I would never do that. Yeah, that, sounds, that sounds not bad. Now, that includes the console as well. Yeah. It is literally cheaper. It is cheaper to go out and buy, like, two consoles and all the games than it is to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> why? I just don't get... I think we're not in that age anymore that one game can carry a console. Like, it was that way originally. I mean, that's... Original Halo made Xbox worth it, but do you really think... Is anyone buying that? That sounds like it's so expensive. Well, for at, right now, with that system, it is actually more affordable than the PlayStation 4. Wow. Because the PlayStation 4... Now they have bundles too, where that's three ninety nine. But now you can get the Connectless Xbox with the Master Chief Edition and one of the Assassin's Creed games or Sunset Overdrive, or basically switch it out with basically any game you want. So if you go with the Master Chief Edition, you're essentially getting five games and an Xbox One for three hundred and forty nine dollars. Wow, that makes sense. And now, now you say it like that, maybe maybe not a bad idea. I mean, if me personally, just so everyone knows, I I don't own a, a, a Xbox anymore. I used to be a console gamer. I have evolved into the PC. Master race. <laughs> I, I, I have evolved. Hashtag. 
Uh, a viewer, those of you guys became a viewer, but I have a balls into the uh, PC gaming master race, so I want to put that out there right now. So, what I do, I think that Sunset Overdrive or um, Halo Master, uh, Halo Master Chief Collection Edition thing, would it would it be enough for me right now to buy an Xbox One? No, but I actually, especially not the console I'm actually looking to buy right now. Actually, maybe I don't know. I'm looking at the GameCube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. <laughs> latest technology by Nintendo. It's pretty awesome if you get down to price point and, uh, and the range of game. Well, as someone who purchased an Xbox One a few months ago, and I got the uh, Call of Duty, uh, the system, because I always end up getting Call of Duty, and uh, this, this guy named Javon convinced me that when I got Dragon Age Inquisition, the frame rate would be so much better. It, it was all hogwash. But I will say this. I don't like the new Call of Duty system so much. Adapting to the flying has taken longer than I initially anticipated. So for me, I kind of wish that I could have waited and got the Master Chief uh, bundle with Assassin's Creed over getting this thousand, uh, these terabyte system with, with, with uh, Advanced Warfare, honestly. Well, just to defend Advanced Warfare, I play Advanced Warfare on Steam. Um, and not only does the game look much better on my, on my current setup, but I actually love this version of Call of Duty. It's actually one of my favorite ones. I gotta say, I feel, I feel like they did it. Yes, it's a ripoff of, of, um... Titanfall? Of Crisis, Titanfall, and Halo, but it, it plays well, it works, I like it, and I'll tell you this, dealing with people on the computer is much better than dealing with people on, on the Xbox or even the PlayStation, because I I tell you this, not once have I been called a nigger <laughs> on my on my computer. And yes, I probably bleeped out, but you know what? Hey, I'm just keeping it real. Like I'm I'm either some type of motherfucker or some type of a jerk or or, or I'm a bot. <laughs> People call me a bot. I got oh yes, aimbot or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, like I'm just good at the game. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> well, one thing I'll comment on that is. I've I recently actually renewed my gold subscription, and I played Advanced Warfare for about an hour yesterday, and I was amazed at the fact that I didn't hear anything. No one had mics connected. Um, there was a few rumbles from like burps and background noise, but I would say that the overall random like team death matches there's just not as much communication as there have been with previous games. I don't know if it's because I'm on the one and everyone is on the four or not, but I'm just not hearing anything being thrown around. I, I mean, this is my defense to that. Everyone knows that if you play Call of Duty on the, on a console, you are a by default. This is not my word. This is just what you are in the dictionary. You are a Mountain Dew uh, drinking, Dorito eating piece of shit. So I mean, that's kind of who you are. So they're probably dying off with the high cholesterol or the obesity <laughs> or the diabetes from the soda. So one of these something is happening. This part so that'd be dying off. Maybe I should go back to console now that they're dying. I don't know. Well, no, I think I think what this highlights though is that you can't like all this like anti-bully horse crap, like trying to like make the internet a nice place is dumb because the internet self-regulates by people turning off their mics. Like I remember with team chat, I loved the childish trolling because it just was fuel for my gameplay. Like the more someone was abusive and mean, the more I would search their tag out and match them with games constantly, just trying to like. 
I don't know, make them kill themselves or whatever. I whatever like, I just because you can say whatever you want, and so many thirteen-year-olds take that as license to say the most hurtful thing they can imagine. It, and it's like hurtful. racial epithets are like the most hurtful thing they can think of. Like I would get on team chat and talk about people's parents' relationship. Like I wouldn't say <laughs> things racist. Like a kid would say a racist thing, and be like, "How's your relationship with your dad, man?" Like you know, are you guys talking again after that whole thing happened? And like that, because I find it so much more fun to hurt people than to say hurtful things. But that's that's why I like first person shooter because like you had this way to like go out and kill that which you did not like. So I always liked that, but I can see how it get it can get over the top. And I imagine people are just muting it. Well, that's what yeah. I always did. I would always start yeah. muted and then jump in later. So Phil, let's go ahead and, and run us down this uh, run us down this list here a little quicker. Quickly, you're saying the word a little quicker, because um, we are we are running out of time on the podcast here. Okay. And, uh, and on, on this rundown, what is the next topic in the, in the game world again? Yeah, and in the game world, man, we're in the game world still. Yeah, no, just, just tell me what it is. I just answer the question. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pull it out. Hold I'm on, Mr. Out. Angry Jesus. Oh. All right, so so we have here we have Sony. Um, Streaming their PS2 <laughs> games for what, is, what kind of device is it? They have, Sony has this new device. Yeah. You can play PS2 games for a hundred dollars. You buy the box and then you pay twenty dollars a month to keep on paying, keep on playing. I saw that. Uh, I, I I find it ridiculous that they're still trying to sell me a PS2. That's <laughs> the biggest problem I have. With Particularly now that they have PlayStation Now, which, which from my friends have told me is basically you pay some uh, monthly fee and you can just play tons of games that are on the uh, the network. So now, obviously, if you don't have a PlayStation Four or a PlayStation Three, you wouldn't have access to that. But honestly, come on, how could you? I understand that some people don't have enough money to have a console. But at the prices they're charging for that, you probably could find uh, a used PS3 and just do the PlayStation Now on an actual system, opposed to, to doing that, you know? Because I know that the PlayStation Now has access to PS4, PS3, and some original PS2 titles as well. And PlayStation 1 classics further. So it's, it just seems kind of redundant, honestly. So pretty much you're paying for the box... And then, you, and then you have PS PS Now or PlayStation Now for for the box. Oh wow! So so so, what do you guys have to think about that? What? <laughs> uh, um, I was saying, what, what do you I think have, about I, this? I have to confess, I was reading about someone trying to measure the capacitance of electricity within their cats uh, for. Totally wow. got off topic. Sorry. I, that, that would throw me <laughs> off too. It's really <laughs> interesting. <laughs> So, um, so let's talk about this. This is box that Sony is selling. If you don't have a console, um, you can you can buy this Apple TV, Google Nexus Player, like-alike thing, and you can play PlayStation games, uh, PS2, PS4, PS3 games on a streaming network for twenty dollars a month. So it's like GameStop, or, or it's like uh, whatever that. Commercials like the on adults. You're thinking Gamefly. Gamefly. Yeah, so it's like GameFly, but subscription based, like all, all all through the cloud instead of some kind of actual yeah. mail subscription. Yeah. Does do you have the same range of access to games that GameFly? You has? have a, a very very well no 
Gamefly will have basically everything they can possibly have on a disc, and whereas this thing will be for a set list of PlayStation 2 titles. The issue is, if you have a PlayStation 4 or 3, you can just get PlayStation Now and basically do the same thing. Where that one has you, where that one has you restricted to PlayStation 2 titles only, and it's 2015. So, so it's just Sony being Sony, basically. Well, I mean, I don't want to throw, you know, Sony being Sony. It's just, it's old. It's old, old. How many, how many old gens is this now? PlayStation Two. I was, I was eleven when this came out. I'm now 25 years old. You know, so this is honestly how I feel about it. Um, and once again, the Matt, the point I was making is, you can find PS3s at a hundred dollars now. You know. If you truly wanted one and didn't have the money to buy a new one from from a, a retailer, you could get your hands on one and have a better experience than what they're offering with this, basically. Yeah, something worth mentioning is, since we're talking about Sony, did you hear they got a new CEO? Oh, no, actually, well, Sony, yeah. Sony Pictures did. Yeah, I'll uh, show you. <laughs> yeah, did you see my picture? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good that's stuff. Good. That's, that's, good, stuff. that's good. So, and, and if you, my viewers, if you guys, if you guys, uh, well, If you guys have been living under a rock, um, and, and if you don't know, um, uh, the whole interview, the movie, the interview with Seth Rogen and them, um, debacle with Sony Pictures, uh, being hacked, uh, and leaked information. So everyone, uh, believe North Korea was behind the attacks, and believe it's uh, it was Sony's ultimate ploy. For uh, marketing, <laughs> yeah, either either way, that that was uh, that was some good humor. Um, I I think I would say to the to the question earlier, Phil, is that me personally, I I don't I don't feel I feel like twenty dollars is steep. I feel like twenty dollars is a steep price per month. If I'm paying if I'm an average consumer and I'm paying for Netflix, ten dollars a month, you know, to get movies and TV shows. And let's say I, I'm paying for either Apple Music or Google All Access Music, whatever, and I'm paying $7 a month for, for limited streaming music. I'm not going to pay $20 a month for the play games on a stream network, so I can be potentially playing a laggy game that's not even on the Internet. <laughs> We're not even supposed to be on the Internet, you know what I'm saying, for $20 a month. I, I feel like that's, that's a little bit uh, too much for me um, to ask for. Maybe if it was like 7 bucks. Eight dollars, and I'm and I'm someone who had an Xbox and I wanted to play a couple PlayStation games. And I, didn't, I didn't want to buy a PS4, you know. Maybe that's cool, but twenty dollars a month, you know, that's 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 just a lot, you know, to ask for. And and I don't and I don't feel unless that box has any other functionality besides just playing games, you know, hundred dollars for that box is too much to ask for as well. Because what I've seen from the specs. It's not that impressive, so you're just—it's just barely enough you to know, allow the game to be streamed. It's like this is powerful as a smartphone. So no, I wouldn't pay. I don't think I think twenty dollars is too much, and I think hundred dollars is too much for the box. Okay. Now the one thing that I—I'm not sure because I haven't put my hands on it myself. Um, we both know how um, Xbox has games with gold. And then uh, PS4 just has the Sony network of just great games all the time. And as long as you have your PlayStation Plus membership, 
you have these games in your library forever. Now, as soon as your Plus goes away, any games downloaded for free are now gone. I don't know if the PlayStation Now is going to be on the stream only, or if it like you have that downloaded to your system while your subscription is live. If that was the situation, I think it would be a fair buy. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately, there's no. Uh, there doesn't seem to be as of right now, and the uh, no uh, offline modes for it. I see. So, so let's go ahead and move this along. The next one to run down is uh, Nintendo is launching a Game Boy uh, XL. Well, that's a 5.5-inch Game Boy. Um, are, are Game Boys still relevant, guys? Um, is Pokemon still relevant? Answer is yes. So, yeah. <laughs> I want a Game Boy Pocket. I've been really wanting to get an original Game Boy Pocket and Wario and Bomberman, which is one of the first Game Boy games I ever played. Bomberman. Like, that's, yeah. that's the relevancy for me. And I don't want to play Game Boy games on my computer or anything else. I, I want the legit Game Boy Pocket. But that's because I'm weird. I don't. I don't honestly. What are they besides Japan and like nine year olds who's playing Pokemon? No offense, Philip. <laughs> I, I play Pokemon. I hate to say it. I'm that guy. Yes, it's good. It's good. I, I want to catch them all. I made a vow to myself in the, in the fourth grade to catch them all. And damn it, I'm gonna catch them all. <laughs> I, I gotta be the very best that no one ever was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so being said, is anyone? I mean, so do you, do you feel like it's relevant at all to to, to pick up a 5.5 inch Game Boy? Like, I mean, and that, that's that's a smartphone size uh, Game Boy right there. We're, we're gonna carry. We talking about earlier about carrying two devices. Are we gonna carry a Game Boy <laughs> and a smartphone? Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> okay, so you... uh, all confessions aside, I didn't realize that there was a new Game Boy coming out. Uh, so I need you to tell me more about it so I can actually make a real decision here. So <laughs> is this? Are you telling me? Is it going to be? <laughs> is this going to be a new, um, like a DSX large with a huge screen, or is it just actually going to be a Game Boy with a with a huge screen. No, no, no. This is this is supposed to be a, a Game Boy uh, DSi or DX, whatever. Oh, okay. And as a 5.5 inch screen, apparently has a much bigger battery. They're saying it's gonna be like a okay. almost like a smartphone, but it's a Game Boy. So to me, it's pretty much you're getting what what, what Nintendo's good for: Mario, Zelda, Pokemon, uh, Super Smash Brothers, Pokemon, um, on a bigger screen portably. Than that you ever got before from Nintendo. Okay. And it's supposed to be priced like a smart, like an unlocked smartphone. It's supposed to be priced around like a Nexus Five, price like two ninety nine, and it's like apparently they can come in like up to like sixty four gigabytes, which is huge for Nintendo because they usually put in no more than a few, did a few gigs of uh, download space. So this That's is, ridiculous. This is like a pretty big deal for Nintendo. Yeah, because their their Wii U at launch was thirty two gigs, so that's huge. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What I'll say about that is I've owned both the, the standard uh, 3DS and the 3DS XL. And mm -hmm. I don't have particularly large hands, but the, the, the basic DS was much too small. And at $200 price point for the 3DS XL, I think that's perfect. Um, if I still owned one, I don't think I'd be trading it in to get a $300 bigger version of that, honestly. You know? when I have access to so many games with just a basic 3DS extra large. 
So, so, uh, so, just mention, mention for me, uh, for me, Grant. Grant, is there any games that you that you wish your smartphone had that Nintendo owns? Yes, actually. Hold on. I'm going to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Animal Crossing. Animal, Animal Crossing. Hey, I've heard of that game. Uh, that, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a long time. I heard that one, man. So. Actually, yeah. And so, um. Oh no! What was that game? Mega Man. Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah. So is is Mega Man and Animal Crossing? <laughs> if it was the same price to buy the game for the DSI, but you can or for the Game Boy, but you can buy it for your smartphone at, at thirty bucks or twenty nine bucks, would you buy that for your phone? No way. But but so you think it's an appropriate price for the Game Boy, but it's not an appropriate price for the phone? Reason I say that one has buttons, one the other one doesn't. I don't like the uh, like whenever you play a game on a touchscreen, just touchscreen. There's no actual tactile feedback. There's no buttons that you press. You know, so if you're if you're moving the joystick with the touchscreen, you know, your thumb tends to slip off and you forget where your thumb is. I like the positive feedback of where actual buttons are. That's where DS kind of dominates in that field for me. So so if you could get a uh, like a portable controller for your phone. Speaking, um, yes, speaking of which, Apple is possibly doing. Did you hear about uh, that? Yeah, and you know what? Google has already done it. Get you put on real quick. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so if you actually look real quick here, the MOGA um, is meant, they actually actually have a 5.5 inch. Aha. Uh-huh. Smartphone right here with the One Plus One, and that fits in like really well, you know. And I can play a lot of games right on here. And this controller has an extended battery, so I don't even lose battery time on my phone while playing games. Hmm. So I, I feel like, my, personally, if Pokemon were to come out at twenty nine dollars or, or shit fifty bucks, all right, I would I would buy it for fifty bucks. On my smartphone, just to play with the controller. Honest truth. Hmm. So that cha- did that change your opinion at all for the pricing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So would you buy Animal Crossing for thirty bucks? Mm-hmm. Ah, I think it was thirty dollars <laughs> when it came out, man. I think it was more like twenty-five dollars when it came out. Was it? Twenty. I bought yeah. it. I never bought it. <laughs> I didn't buy, didn't buy games, so I got older. My parents bought everything for me. I was privileged. <laughs> Black privilege. If there ever such a thing. <laughs> so, um, uh, so, so I guess the unanimous here. No, is, no, uh, no. I'm well. Before you make any like summaries, there, I'm saying no. And as someone who once again does not dual wield phones, I don't like using it. Is because I had the emulator for Fire Red on here, and. I take two steps in the grass, and all of a sudden my phone is at 30% battery. So I wouldn't want to be doing that because it, one, drains my battery, so I'm going to have to be plugging it in more. Um, it has a battery backup, though. Okay, all oh, right. How long does that work, honestly, for this thing? Honestly. Um, The battery's probably bigger than what your phone had. This is a 26-milliamp oh, um, uh, battery. Okay. The other thing about- is what happens when someone starts to communicate with me? You know, and I'm got my phone strapped up to this controller. 
So in that regard, I want my hey. phone or my multimedia device to be here, and I, I would prefer to have a Game Boy here. Does it have to be the big $300 5-inch screen one? No. I'll take the 3DS XL with the game. No, see, you're looking at this all wrong. I mean, if you have your phone connected to your controller like this, all you have to do is answer it like this. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hey. <laughs> what about you, man? We have here a few minutes. Well, what, do you, what do you think, man? Again, I'm not 11 years old, so I... Uh... <laughs> uh, no, I play... Um, I, so I don't play a lot of games anymore, but I have a, a Risk rip-off game that I play, so I can do that from the phone easy enough. And then I do tower defense sometimes because I kind of like the manic play a lot and then go do something else. But it's fun. when a phone call comes in, it does completely shatter my concentration. Like, And so that's why I don't play any serious games on the phone because it would just kill me every time I got a text message or a phone call having to stop being like Ganondorf and start being mad again would be awful. So. Yeah, that, that makes sense. All right, so you know what? Um... We're gonna go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, uh, By the way, this I, I figured this out. When you start seeing all of us ask each other if we're allowed to draw on the screen, that's our natural wrap-up light. I think. Like, oh yeah. As right, soon right, as you right. start getting requests for like. <laughs> so this guy. So so pretty much um yeah we're we're gonna try to wrap it up here. Uh, it is late. If you guys don't know, it is like over. It's already after uh, twelve thirty Eastern. Uh, 12:30 a.m. So some of us got things to do in the morning. I I start to do my midterm. So I'm, I'm such a procrastinator. Um, we, we were gonna go over um, Directs 12 for PCs and um, Tall Tales games, Game of Thrones for your mobile device season two. But we'll go over that um, on the official podcast next week. Um, right now will be a time for Q and A if we had any. But unfortunately, my fault, guys. I didn't activate the Q and A. But I think we have a lot of viewers, and we still have a lot of viewers. It is my fault, but this is a beta, so like I said, if you like what you see here, definitely subscribe over at ChillTech, YouTube.com backslash ChillTech, and um, follow us on social media at Google Plus backslash uh, ChillTech, and I'm sure people who do have allies and don't use Google Plus, Facebook, (laughs) and all those other things, then um, we'll have something for you guys soon. And uh, Matt the Demon over there with his 666 symbols, we'll pray for him. And Grant with his brand new beard. And uh, Phil with his grainy webcam. So, we're going to fix Phil's webcam up before uh, before the show. I promise you that. Um, I place no low blows. Oh, yeah. Right? A lot. He didn't want us to do any low blows, so we wouldn't be expecting his. Yes, yeah, so, exactly. There you go. There's always a hidden agenda. Um, and again, like I said, my name is Javon LeBlanc. Matt, uh, you can go, Matt. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm Matt Crosby. Philip? I'm Philip Murphy. And Grant? Bruce. <laughs> Bruce. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce. I've been lying. <laughs> Bruce Balktrotter from Matilda. All right, so <laughs> that's Grant Bonner, fellas, and this is Chill Tech, and we're signing out. See you guys. <laughs>